I'm Faye. And I'm Zach. And in case you don't know who we are, we are still into you, a Paramore podcast. We're two huge Paramore fans who have loved hailing the gang from the very beginning. In this podcast, we're going to talk about every single Paramore song in order from All We Know Is Falling to After Laughter and Beyond. In this episode, we're talking about Conspiracy, the eighth track on All We Know Is Falling. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? All right. Are you? Yeah, good. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like it feels like it's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded. It's been a while. It's been a while. I turned 30 in the time. You did. Uh, yeah, we were. We've had a busy couple of weeks, haven't we? We have. Had we a few have. Busy ones. Uh-huh. We, uh huh. We are. Well, for my 30th, yes, we went out and we danced to some Paramore at Self Esteem. We did. We went. We went to Self Esteem. Um, which is a, a pop punk club night in in London, mm-hmm. and we danced to all sorts of absolute bangers, but um, some Paramore. Um, we did. I requested some Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. You did. <laughs> and then you came up to me and you were like, "I requested this for you." For you. <laughs> Nobody else in the club wanted it. That's why. <laughs> but it's still a banger, and everyone loved it. Yeah. So. And like, well, the thing is with that is that we'd been saying like throughout all of lockdown, they were like, "All we want is to hear good for you in a club." Exactly. All we want is to and hear we'd, good for we'd you not heard it. Yeah. And this time we got to and hear it. We have. But no, it was a really good club night. I highly recommend um, if anyone is in the area, is it? It's in Islington. Islington. Yeah. yeah. So it's in the Islington garage area. in Islington. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. It's, it's such a good night. It was very good. The DJ is very good. We shall be going back. Yeah. Oh, yes, we shall. We shall. <laughs> we shall. But yeah, I mean, what else have we done? I got a really nice Paramore long sleeve t-shirt. You did? You've been showing that off? Mm-hmm. I posted it on Instagram and Twitter. It's very nice. It's like long sleeve. It says like Paramore down one sleeve. All we know is falling down the other. And then it's got like all the song track listening from All We Know Is Falling is yeah. like little star constellations. It's great. It's like a limited edition as well, which I didn't, I didn't realise until after I bought it and it's not up there anymore. So I don't know how many they sold of it. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm very, okay. it's a very nice, it's a very nice long sleeve t-shirt. It's very nice. It's on, it's actually on here somewhere. Just looking at all my washer. There it is, look. Very cool. And you got some merch for Her Down Material podcast. So oh yeah. So you nice selling merch for that. Yes. Although by the time this episode comes out, we won't be. Oh, okay. We're doing a pre-order. So actually, will we? No. So not quite uh, even mentioned. Well, this is it. a good segue to talk about my band's merch, which also <laughs> came out, which we do have. <laughs> yes, I, I we, got mean, some, we got some Breakfast with Bears t-shirts. Yes, um, and they're very nice. And they're very cool. Um, and yeah, we've still got some in stock, so uh, hopefully we'll sell more of those. Yeah, slide into Breakfast with Bears DMs. Also, if you want a Hair Down Materials t-shirt, I'm not going to say no. Yes, exactly. So like, yeah. let me know, because sure. I'll fucking send you one. Yeah. But we did it as like a pre-order. So basically what we did is we did it as a pre-order system because we wanted to be like as size inclusive as possible. Yeah. And it'd be really expensive for us to order like a bunch of teas that yeah. go up to like go up and down to like all the sizes that yeah. we wanted to. So the thinking was if we do it as a pre-order, then we know exactly what we need to order from the merch people yeah. to make it happen. The sizing thing is a real issue. I've, I'm, I will admit for mm. us, we've been, we've been the same. It's hard to know. Like we ordered like... Only a couple of like double XLs for, for, for people and, and they went straight away. And yeah. I was just like, oh, I've got now. <laughs> it's really difficult and, and it so makes it a lot more expensive as well, which yeah. is very annoying actually because it yeah. shouldn't be that way. Like no. it shouldn't be that no. way at all. But yeah, t shirt, t shirts galore. I can get you a hair down materials one, get a breakfast with bears one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, we've just been busy, busy doing all that stuff really, haven't we? Mm-hmm. So yeah. We put the Christmas tree up. We did put the Christmas tree up. It's it's like fucking Santa's grotto 20- in our living room. <laughs> <It's- now. laughs> 
it's 23rd of, of November. As we and, record this, uh, yes. yeah, As we record this right now, and the Christmas tree is up, and we've watched The Grinch. Yes. Um, that's the first Christmas film Faye's watched uh-huh. this this holiday season so far. Yep. I've made my way through a fair few, <laughs> a fair few already. Um, our old housemate, Louis, messaged me saying, you're absolutely ridiculous, but I absolutely love it, and I wish I was there. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just jealous that we've got the Christmas stuff up. Well, uh, the thing is, like, we were originally, like, we've been so fucking busy, but we were originally going to put it up, literally, the rule is that we have to keep the Halloween decorations up until my birthday, yeah. which is the 4th of November. And then we were planning on putting the Christmas tree up the literal day after. Yes. But then we got too busy. So, like, this is actually really late for us. And, like, I was getting a bit stressed about it. I was like... It's stressful. Because, we obviously, like, we go home, we go back up north for Christmas. So we don't get a lot of time exactly. with the Christmas tree. We want to try and enjoy it as much as we can exactly. in London. I inspired everyone at work to stop putting theirs as well. Amazing. So. <laughs> but it's up now, and I'm glad, because the living yes. room looks fucking great. Oh, yeah, it's so festive. Um, also, on Paramore, I found the set list from the cockpit in 2006. Oh, nice. Because I was trying to look to see if they played Conspiracy. Right. And basically... They played every single song on All We Know Is Falling, apart from Brighter, and they played uh, My Hero, the Foo Fighters cover. Oh, okay. So they replaced, they could have just played the whole album. They could have played the whole album and they were like, we're not going to do Brighter, Brighter. we're going to play My Hero. So that means the only time I've seen Brighter is when you saw Brighter, because I think on the Brighter episode I was like, no, 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 I've seen it. thought you'd definitely seen it at Cockpit. Um, I hadn't. Yeah. And actually going back on our, not our last episode, but the episode before where we asked people to play it... um, here we go again. Here we go again yeah. on the guitar. And our friend Matt very nicely uh-huh. did. We also said on that episode that our friend Liam might do it. And he didn't. Liam. So. You piece fuck of shit. Him. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to call him out on this episode. Yeah. Uh, because we recorded the other, like the episode after, straight yeah. after. Uh, mm-hmm. So we didn't know. But yeah, now we have all the results in. Uh, and yeah, Liam, you, you failed us. So. Yeah. How disappointing, Liam. How disappointing. <laughs> And Matt gets classed as the non-musician in our friendship group, so now we know where that button's getting tapped ta- uh-huh. to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, shall we? Shall we talk about conspiracy? Shall we talk about? Can we talk about conspiracy? <laughs> it's the greatest song on this album. I got really emotional when I was doing it's my notes. So good. I'm still a little bit emotional. Yeah, it's um, so good. I, I I think like I don't know like it's definitely the song that I have the most, like, emotional connection to on yes. this album. 100%. It's one of my favourite Paramore songs ever. I, th- I would argue that it is one of the best Paramore songs ever. Yeah. One of their first ever... Well, it says... It notices their first ever song written, and I'm guessing from a signed perspective. So, I'll tell you a story. So, I was watching a couple of live versions of mm-hmm. it, because I was wondering as well, like, on all the stuff, it says one of the first, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, what happened was... It was the first song they ever wrote. Yeah. Haley was 13. 13. Fuck me. I literally um, have a note here that just says, Haley was 13. What the actual fuck the actual is that? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, so I was watching a live version of it from Parahoy in 2014. Okay. And she was telling the story of, like, she was saying, like, oh, you know, we know the story. She moved to Franklin. She met Jeremy. They were in that funk cover band. Yeah. And then, like, she met, like, Taylor and, like, I assume Josh and Zach, but they weren't in the band at this point. Yeah. As in the 2014 they performance. They weren't, yeah, So she, she didn't mention their names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, I really wanted to be in their band. I would be, like, really nervous when they'd walk down, like, the corridor and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, girl, I feel that. I feel that feeling. And she was like, oh, one day they invited me to, like, write with them. And the only thing I had was, like, a poem. 
and I took it with them and it ended up being conspiracy. Right. And like Justin York, you know, Taylor's brother that yeah. plays with them yeah. was there as well and he like helped them. Oh, and nice. she was saying that like on that that performance on Parahoy, because obviously Justin was playing with them at the time, she was like, this is the first time we've performed this song with Justin since he helped us write it since when it. we were like 13. Oh my God. So yeah, it was officially the first song they ever wrote. wrote. And on that performance as well, Haley said that the song is very important and it's the genesis of Paramore. Yeah, I would I would agree. And I think this is, if correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first song that Taylor gets credited for on the album as well, right? I think so, yeah. As, as a writer yeah. um, on this album. So it actually states that him, Haley, and and Josh wrote this song as opposed yeah. to, which I mean, speaks volumes for, this, for, the, for his um, songwriting ability because... Uh-huh. He's a little bit younger than them as well, right? Yeah, he's like a year younger than Haley, I think. So he was 12 <laughs> when he what wrote What the fuck? This. When he wrote the guitar to this mm-hmm. or when he wrote, helped write this song, which is actually insane to me to think yeah. that he put this together. And it really, it's really stated that he did kind of write this song. So mm. it probably speaks a lot about what he, his writing ability as Paramore, as, mm. a, as a guitarist, as a musician, is clearly a talent. Yeah. Do you know what's interesting about that is that I had it in my head. I always knew that Conspiracy was the first song they ever wrote. Yeah. But I had it in my head that Earth Star was the first song that Haley and Taylor, Taylor wrote together. Wrote, so yeah. unless that, unless we'll we'll get it to Earth Star. It might have just been a collab. But it might have been the first song that Haley and Taylor wrote on their own yeah. together. Exactly. Yeah. It might not have included Josh. I'm yeah. sure it'll get a, it'll have a writing credit on it. But yeah. I'm sure as a collective, it might have been that the that two. was the first one that Haley and yeah. Josh, uh, Haley and Taylor wrote together without yeah. any uh, interference from yeah. from Josh. So I think, like, for me, this is the first time on this album that I've had such an emotional connection with a song that's actually made me upset. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. I love all the rest of the songs that we've had so far, but this one, I'm like, yeah, I kind of forgot how, how much it, like, resonates yeah. with me as well. I think, yeah, this song is the... This one is the the song in the album that is written in such such an earnest way, in such an honest way, mm-hmm. like, that you can clearly see that she was going through certain feelings mm-hmm. you know a lot of the songs have been uh, in this album are about her parents like breaking up or jeremy leaving mm-hmm. which are important subjects to her but maybe things that you know a parent splitting up as a thing a bit further in the past so maybe didn't feel so raw this is mm-hmm. written as such a here and now moment mm-hmm. for her and i think it c- carries across really well in, in the lyrics and the way the song is written it is the best song on the album in my opinion i'm just gonna <laughs> just put it out there now it. it's out there um it is the best song on the album yeah. for, for me so like the I think the reason like you obviously you know this but like the reason why it resonates so well for me is because I used to listen to it a lot when I was being bullied. Yeah. I think it lyrically lends itself to someone in that situation, you know, like losing power. Like mm. it's exactly how you feel yeah. like when you're being bullied, you it's feel like, like your power's been taken yeah, away from you. And it's you. like all these people, you know, these people that either fought with my friends or these people that, you know, are at school or whatever, are they all just getting together and night out and thinking about ways to make my fucking life hell? Is that the conspiracy here? Yeah, exactly. The conspiracy is everyone here is, is planning on just doing me in at yeah. some point. Like, yeah. what's the idea? And I think that's, that's what's great about this song. It's obviously very specific to something she was going through but it's mm-hmm. not it's not written in such a way that it's like oh my god you don't understand how it's like to, what it's like to be sa- the only person signed I yeah. woe is me like it's yeah. not like that yeah. it's written from a way that she's also able to put it to light to, to the rest of people's life experiences with anything exactly um, yeah because like it's actually not I can't I'd kind because I, I think I'd like imprinted my 
situation on it so much that I'd actually forgotten until I started doing my notes for this episode that it's actually not about being bullied. Yeah, like, no, no, it's, yeah. It's, no, not. it's not. Um, no. I, I will say one thing that's like a little bit more uh, cheery is that obviously we say like, when did we first hear the song? But we know we heard it on the album. I don't know if you remember this, but it really makes me think of Foo Bar in Rotherham. Yeah, because it's like the only place that I've ever known play it. Because we used to go in there. Yeah. It's like in our hometown. It's like this little like rock bar and we used to spend so much time in there. And whenever you'd request Paramore, like no matter what year it was, no matter how many albums yeah. they'd had out, it yeah. would always be Conspiracy. I think that yeah. was the only Paramore song they had. <laughs> they had on and there. it was like a really <laughs> shitty version as well. Like, it was definitely like a LimeWire download or allegedly. something. Allegedly. <laughs> it was definitely a, a download from uh, from something. It yeah. wasn't like, maybe record, maybe just one of them had like a microphone near the TV and just typed it off that. I don't really <laughs> yeah. know. But, um, I don't yeah. know why they just never yeah. had any Paul went out for, for FUBAR. Oh, it's no not longer, there anymore. No, it doesn't. No, it's not a thing anymore. Oh boy. Um, but it was it was one of the places you would go to before you'd go out out and, mm-hmm. and it was nice. It was a nice little bar. Well, it wasn't nice. It was horrible. You could fit about ten <laughs> people di- in yeah, there. It was, it was a proper sure. dive bar. Um but yeah, if you ever request a paramour, they would always just play conspiracy. Yeah. Um and you know, you go in there ten years, fifteen years later and they're still playing give it to me baby by offspring and then conspiracy by pyro <laughs> yeah. basically they got a kerrang playlist from 2001 and just kept it on yeah. like uh, yeah. well 2005 because had conspiracy on it 2005 yeah. and kept it on forever uh but yeah great bar <laughs> i know yeah and i mean like i that's great to me like i appreciate someone that just sticks to their guns like it's that. always so good when you go into any place and you hear an album track from something as oh, opposed yeah. to like a hit yeah when you come across someone just playing a random album track that's not any of those, you're like, oh my god, I fucking love this. Yeah. This is my, my, my day. I mean, this is what I, that's how I felt when they played Emergency in Corp. Yeah. Like, I know Emergency was a single. Yeah. But, but not one of the bigger, not one not of the, yeah. yeah, they could have been a single for like fucking, yeah, they, you would have thought they would have played something a little yeah. more modern, I guess, for, you know, Paramore or whatever. Yeah, exactly. They, I thought they would have worked out a hard times, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like or an, ain't it fun? Yeah. Maybe. Ain't yeah. Because yeah. I always get someone that's dancing true. around, so. Ah, oh, Fubar. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh no. <laughs> so, well, okay, what do we think on No The Song is about? You already kind of mentioned I it. I did already so kind of mention can, it. You yeah. can um, tell the story if you want. So, um, well, I was just going off what, what I'd read online and mm-hmm. kind of the, the, the whole idea of what Haley had kind of put out there, which is that the song is about where people's loyalties lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Haley explaining, although I couldn't actually find the original article for this, but um, I, didn't, I didn't really look that hard if I'm completely honest <laughs> I looked for about five seconds explained that the song is about uh, the frustration and discomfort she felt from being the only artist from the band that was on contract mm-hmm. as everyone that's probably listening to this album uh, this podcast knows or maybe you don't know for Paramore it's always Hayley Williams is the one that's kind of signed I guess it's I don't know if it's changed now so I don't know if it's changed now actually I that's actually a good don't point. know if that's I think it's probably not <laughs> I think it's still just Haley. Haley. That's part of the reason why Jeremy went as well. Well, he it? just didn't get. He he wanted, he wanted more. He wanted credit, more right? credits and stuff. Yeah, for producing that tour and things apparently. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I swear that got brought up though that she was the only one that was signed. I know it definitely got brought when, when it got Josh brought. Was yeah, left. I think it did. So I think and um, I think it's still true. I think it's Haley. It's just Haley Williams that's actually signed in the band, and yeah. then the guys are. I don't know what their contracts are. Their contracts are, or but, she's just they're in the band until she says, if she just has to change her mind and said she doesn't want them in the band, she doesn't want them in the band. Maybe she gets to choose yeah. her own her own members, but not that she would. 
Yeah, because basically she got signed off the back of like the Kelly Clarkson Avril Lavigne movement mm-hmm, when yeah. it was like one one rock chick, and they wanted to do the similar thing with Haley, and then she said no, I want my band, and they said okay, like you can have your band, but like she ended up be- being the only one that signed. Yeah, and I think um, her dad got some involvement of being a bit oh, of a prick yeah. and things. There's lots of things from the past have been like, well, I know oh, that's definitely yeah. what, Zach that's and what Zach and Josh, Josh said. said. They said that about... her dad was like. Just been like constantly reminding them that they yeah. to know their place basically yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. which is I guess what the, where the conspiracy was Haley uh, you were <laughs> asking for it maybe you should have hit a little bit closer to home <laughs> um, so I read as well that she actually spoke about it in a 2020 interview right which is interesting because that's very recent yeah uh, with Vulture about being the only person in the band under contract and she said. Uh, I didn't want to put out an album of songs I wrote with my bandmates, but then recorded alone. Mm. And then she said, that's really interesting, because that's obviously what I've ended up doing with, like, Pearl's Farm and <laughs> yeah. stuff. And she said, uh, that's what the song Conspiracy is about. I felt like I'd lost all my power. Everyone was against me. All I had was my bandmates. And even they're looking at me like, why aren't we in this together? And I was like, we are in this together. Yeah. It must have been really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it must have been... Uh, so hard to be signed at such a young age. No, uh, but 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 in a serious in a serious fashion, you've got to juggle people's feelings quite well. Mm. Um, and it doesn't matter who you, you know who your bandmates are or the the best friends since birth. There is gonna come some jealousy. Mm. Naturally, human emotion would be like, well, why? I trust you as a friend, but at any moment you could just say that you don't want to work with me anymore, yeah. and you don't want me to be in this band, and I, I'm gone. Yeah. And do I do I base my life choices on? your project yeah or do i try and do my own thing mm-hmm. um and it must have been really difficult for them it must have been really difficult for her mm-hmm. and it wasn't difficult at all for the label or her dad no. uh, anyone involved <laughs> the thing is as well though it's like can you imagine being 13 getting signed and like even her parents at that time it's like what would like i'm i don't think her mum and dad are like very musical people is it no. like i don't think they have like music careers of their own well i know that they don't they're not going to know what a fucking music contract means and it's yeah. like at 13 years old but wasn't her dad trying to manage her in a sense that like he might have had some kind of understanding of how it worked because he was like daddy manager daddy manager <laughs> i don't know I know, like, he, like, yeah. he used to drive the van and stuff, didn't he? And, yeah. like, take them around on their old tours and yeah. shit. But I'm not sure, like, I'm probably... You I, see that I, sometimes with bands, like, mm. especially the younger ones we get to play with, they'll turn up with, like, the dad, and the dad will be like, my son is the best thing you've ever seen. <laughs> and you're a bit like, yeah, cool. Like, I'm really happy that you're so involved, but also stay out of it, because yeah. it's a bit like... And it's always nice to have support, but obviously it worked out in a certain way for Hayley. Yeah, I wonder when that changed, actually, with that with Haley's dad because I know they've had like the same tour manager for like years mm. and years and years and years and years might have just been till she was like old enough yeah. I suppose like might have felt weird letting your 13 year old 14 year old well yeah that's the thing isn't it run around and play in dive bars and things like that especially with... like now like that seems like crazy to me now especially do you know like all this stuff's come out about pop punk bands about everyone's a fucking pedo oh my God. Or, like, like I can't fuck... even like and Haley was so young yeah on warped her at fifteen. Yeah, I don't. She she must have had, and this is not this is not a shade on her, on her at all. But because she was signed to such a big label, I would like to think that they had her back a little. They protected there her a little bit more. Yeah. Whereas younger girls that were in bands that kind of were just kind of going from their own work or science, yeah. smaller label were probably a lot more vulnerable. Yeah. Um, were probably a lot more in situations where guys, older guys 
could take advantage, which is what happened, you know, which has ha- happened. It happened so much and it happens so much still. Mm. I can't tell you how many mornings I wake up and realize there's a Midwest emo band that I was a big fan of that are actually the worst fucking people in the world. And yeah. I, you know, remove them from my playlists and things like that. So it is, it is a shit situation. I would hope that she had, it would appear she would have, she would have probably had more protection or more mm. shelter from that horrible stuff. I would hope everyone should have had that, but you know, it, it, I would say that the, the younger ones that were in a maybe smaller label and not kind of like part of a huge yeah. thing might have not had that mm. kind of. No, hundred percent. Yeah, Gross. it's like when Katy Perry was like playing Warped. Oh, I was yeah. like she wasn't just at Warped Tour on her own. Like, yeah, was she? When Katy Perry was placed at Warped. When, when, yeah, yeah, when yeah. they when they dropped Katy Perry off at Warped Tour and said, "We'll see, pick you up at 12. <laughs> Literally, I just imagine her like getting out of a van, getting on stage, and then just like being put back in the van immediately. Yeah. It's probably literally exactly what happened. They turned around before she like switched, the, <laughs> flipped a switch on her back before she, uh, before she got out of the car. Okay. I actually really like Katy Perry. I like Katy Perry. Uh, well, I, I like her first stuff. album. Yeah, yeah first yeah. album was really good. Yeah. Do you right so? Favourite lyrics. Oh, so before I go into that, I just okay. want to Ooh, quickly yeah. just say that. No, 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 there's no it. there's no actual facts in this. I just wanted to say that. I love this song a uh-huh. lot, as we always say and as we've currently just discussed. But I really wanted to highlight that um, the intro to this song, which I find draws you in really nicely, mm-hmm. um, you know, with these, like, guitars and things like that. And then I wanted to... Big respect to Zach for those, like, the the breakdown, where it's all driven by the toms. Uh-huh. I think that's such a nice breakdown. Yeah. Um, I think it just works so well in the song. And, yeah. you know... If they wrote that together, well fucking done. If somebody came in and helped them write that, also well done to that person. Because yeah. it's so well done, that breakdown mm-hmm. section, um, before like the guitars come back in and the vocals come up. But it's just all driven on toms and it just works so well. Mm. Um, which, was my, which was my point. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, I, I mean, really love the uh, the musical structure of this song as well. Yeah, I did. I, I Yeah, to be fair, I did gloss over that a little bit. But yeah. I did have a note that just said, like, I loved the intricacy of the guitars yeah. in the song. And like even in the verse, they're very, like, punchy in a way that like punchy not in a way that's like oh that's punchy and fun punchy yeah. in a way that like it punches me in the gut yeah like it's yeah. do you know what i mean i think it just says like, a lot about taylor york and his writing ability and how love we love taylor, taylor, taylor so, much, so, so yeah. much yeah so yeah i think that is what i was just what i wanted to say about the song fair fair, <laughs> fair. get it in. okay so let's get it in. <laughs> so favorite lyrics we, i think this might be when we split we might do yeah because i think for the last like Three songs, hat trick football. Yeah, we've not been so emotionally connected to those songs, so we've yes. like picked the lyrics. More that obviously, I guess more obviously. I think if you asked anybody about those, a few of those songs, they'd pick those yeah. same lyrics. So I think this might be where we split. Okay, so I'm, I'm probably gonna let you go first because actually, mine's just more than just one lyric. It's quite <laughs> quite a chunk of it. So, so. okay, I will. An honourable honourable mention first to Speak Up Dear, because I cannot hear you. I need to know why we don't trust them. I love the use of Speak yeah. Up Dear. I think that's great. Yeah. But that's not my favourite. So, my favourite is, I thought that we'd make it because you said we'd make it through. It's a great line. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, why does this sound so familiar? And familiar in a way that's like, not just because I know the song really well. Yeah. But it sounds really familiar because it's kind of a callback to all we know. You never said this wasn't what you yeah. wanted. Like, and it's very much that same, same vein. Same vein of yeah. things. The reason why I like it so much is it's the denial of it. It's like it's putting the blame on somebody yes. else. It's putting the blame on the other person. Like, I feel like I've really been there. Like, you're in a situation that you don't want to be in anymore, but you try and kid yourself it's the right thing because the other person said that it is and you trust that person. Yeah. 
And then you end up blaming them because you're like, well, you fucking said. Yeah. You said because you said that we'd make it through. So yeah. why haven't we made it through? And I just think it's a really like clever... It is a very clever section of the song. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And randomly, that's not my favourite lyric. Mm-hmm. So we, we have had a little split here. But I have made a note on that section of the song because you said we'd make it through. Uh, and when all security fails, will you be there to help me through? And I was like, is that a read on the band or is that a read on the label because in a way if you think about it from a musical perspective there could be a read on buff it should be a read on buff from a musical perspective it's like okay you've had these people this record label and then your band tell you you're going to be successful and you're going to work it's going to work out but if it didn't work out would they then still be in your life or would they have fucked Mm. off because a label will drop you if it doesn't work out a label will drop you Mm. so you've got to go into this room with this let's face it, white man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tells you how fucking talented you are and how much of a star you're going to be and how this is all going to work and blah, 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 Darling, blah, blah. you're going to be a star. Yeah, yeah. You want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> um, so that kind of vibe. And then at the same time, in these lyrics, she's saying like, oh, well, you've told me, you know, that we'd make it through. But if that doesn't happen, am I still going to have friends? Yeah. Are you guys going to mm-hmm. fuck off? Or, and like I said, the label's going to drop you in, in a heartbeat. So yeah. it's a real... It's a real reflection on what must have been going through my mind at the time. Yeah. I've been like, all these people are telling me I'm amazing, but all they tell me me I'm amazing because they want money. Because mm. that's what mm. this equates to is it's money. Yeah, massive. Um, that like really makes me think of so like do you know like I, I told that story at the beginning where Haley had like taken a poem. Yeah, to, that was before she was signed. Yeah. So like I'm interested to see how it evolved and what she had originally. Originally, and then obviously she said herself that it is about you know being the only one under the contract and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So what was it originally before it morphed before into, it turned into this? Like, because yeah. Unless it was more of this, like, peer pressure, bullying, um, weird... Because I know that, like, she didn't... I can't remember if she ever... I can't remember if she was bullied, but I know that she didn't go to a normal high school when she moved... Like, she was homeschooled for a while. Right. She got pulled out of school, and I I don't know if that was because she was bullied or not. Mm, Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if anyone knows. (laughs) Yeah. I assume she's never put that poem out anywhere or nothing i don't Um, think not that i've seen yeah could be worth a little more investigation so yeah i i I agree that's that is a great section of the song and great Mm -hmm. lyric i've gone for something really basic and it's just that where can i turn because i need something more Uh surrounded by uncertainties i'm so unsure and then the rest of it like the entire second verse for me and then the whole song and then the whole song (laughs) Uh, what's your favorite lyric okay it starts with (laughs) 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 just read the whole thing um yeah i would say that the second verse for me really Mm. pops out as as something and i think we've all felt that way about things you know the Mm -hmm. who isn't constantly daily surrounded by uncertainties oh yeah uh, and then feeling unloved alone however you want to feel about these things uh these uncertainties in your life and then also that like where do i turn do i turn to Am I supposed to pray to God? Absolutely fucking not. No, we don't do that. Yet. We don't do that in this house. Uh, <laughs> this is my house. Um, but who do you turn to? Do you turn to your friends? Do you turn to your family? But then these people are all involved. It's like anything. It's like when friends and family come to see you perform, like music, come and see gigs and stuff like that. And I know you guys like the music and stuff. I know you guys like the band. But there is a certain like, are you just saying it because you're my mates? Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Feeling 100%. about everything. Yeah, yeah. Same course. with podcasting. Mm-hmm. Are you just saying you like the podcast because yeah. we're friends? Or... Yeah. Is it because actually it's really like good it. and yeah, you're yeah. never going to 
get the answer to that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll such. never tell. I'll never tell. <laughs> uh, so that's what I think is, is really good about yeah. that about that second verse. What I like about that verse is the where can I turn because I need something more. Yeah. The recognition that she needs something more. More substantial, something more yeah, something yeah. needs to be there that isn't currently there. Yeah. It's not lip service. It's not, it's a need for something. And again, greater. yeah, and again, that goes back to like, you know, what we've said about Haley being so, her lyrics being so mature and like her mm-hmm. knowing what she wants, that kind of like all we know vibe of like, well, yeah. I need something more than this. Yeah. Like, this is not going to be okay for me. Yeah. Like, it has to be something more. Yeah. And like, as like a fucking teenager, like, it's such a hard thing to be like, Oh, I need something. This isn't good enough for me, actually. Yeah. I need something more than this. And that's such a good sentiment yeah. to have, to recognise that. The, the lyrics in this song are so mature for really her, her age, and it really reflects... You can understand why she was signed, or why, why she's mm. been a successful musician, um, not just purely on like her vocal ability yeah. alone. There's definitely there's something extra about her and the rest of the band mm-hmm. that... Able, was able to make that work Absolutely. Um, and I think sometimes you you see you meet these people in life and they've just got that little extra thing and you're like you're going to be a success and sometimes that's some people that you don't fucking like and you're like <laughs> yeah. I hate the fact that you're going to be successful yeah. but yeah. props to your mama because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can't do anything you know yeah. you can't do anything about it you meet these people and you know that is what it is do you have an idea for a music video this week I do a little oh I do have God, a little bit of an me. idea for a music video so Hear me out. Let me set the scene. Okay, set the scene. Let me set the scene. scene. So, figure, we open with Haley. She's just woken up in the morning. Oh, okay. She's surrounded by suits. Guys in long brown trench coats. Uh, oh. You know, kind of dictating her day. Like the gentleman. A little bit, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Like, kind of dictating her day, so like her maybe reaching to go and get a cup of orange juice and then them taking it out of her hand and giving her something else. Oh. This like lack of control over her yes. life. Yes. Uh, you know, them like just doing her wanting to do a, wear a certain thing and them saying you wear something different. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of the illusion that someone's pulling her strings behind her uh-huh. back and her not being happy about it, not, you know, her clearly disdain on her face. I just want to go back, actually. I've made a note. I just want to re- quickly read a note that I made. There is no music video for this song. What a fucking travesty. <laughs> what a fucking travesty. <laughs> because I, clearly, like, why would you not write it? Why would you not make a music video for the best song? Yeah, how fucking uh, So, yeah, that's how I envisioned, envisioned the start of it. Uh, like, just trying to go around her day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, cuts of, like, the band also going around them their day, but, like, the suit's kind of, like, following them, almost, like, spying on them, mm-hmm. not, not, like, following them, like, telling them what to do, but, like, taking pictures of them or, like, through binoculars, like, yeah, kind yeah. of vibes. Keeping tabs. Keeping tabs. Uh-huh. And then we cut to a scene where they, where Haley bumps into the rest of the band uh-huh. and they want to, like, say things, like, they want to talk to her, like, a normal person, but they can't for some reason someone's standing in their way and they have to, like, say it to the person and they're, like, whispering right. in her ear. Like, yes. a bit like this vibe of, like, uh-huh. deceit and lies uh-huh. coming from the label to the band and then, and the guy's been like, well, we can't even talk to our friend, this is weird. Um, and then them having, like, a distrust for her even mm-hmm. though it's not her fault uh, so she attempts to run away and she manages to to get away at, like i was like i write maybe they catch the suits in a big net <laughs> yes yes and she escapes to like an abandoned factory where uh-huh. she goes in and the rest of the band are there and then they finish the rest of the song from the bridge right okay abandoned factory do you know what i'm thinking of i'm thinking of that episode of broad City. Where they've got that package and Abby has to go to that island and it's Daryl. It's, it's fucking Daryl in, the, in there. Yeah. And she's like, the rest of the band's in the back to help Haley. She runs past and goes to the rest of the band. They finish the rest of the song from nice. the bridge. And then at the very end, they're like happy and smiling. And then the suits light up in the door and they all run. 
Amazing. Love that. I love that. <laughs> I genuinely thought about it's the video so because I was like... I love how uh, how detailed right? it was. That's I was like, great. I could have storyboarded the whole thing. Yeah, honest. amazing. I, knew I like the idea that idea they catch them in a big net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Haley like setting up a little trap. Yeah, love that. I it would definitely be a reminiscent of the Playing God video. Yeah. Where she like, I think we referenced that before time. when we were thinking about I feel like it's, one of, it's a great music yeah, video. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's very artistically yeah. pleasing on the eye, that music video. How about you? Did you have a... Well, I did. It's kind of, it's just like a concept. It's not as well thought out as yours, but it is quite similar, I think. So my concept was the band being like in a room, but Hayley isn't there. And she would try to be getting into the room that they're in, but every time she tries, the door's locked. Right. So like she can't get in. So she can see them, but she can't reach them. And that I haven't decided whether, like she's banging on the door. I haven't decided whether they're willfully ignoring her or they just can't see her. Yeah. But that would be the general concept, which I think is quite similar yeah. to yours. It's like there's a disconnect between Haley and the band, is what we've both gone for, yeah. basically. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think either of those. Yeah. Come on, Paramore. <laughs> you know you want us to narrate in a music video. Or even better, she thinks that they're willfully they she thinks that they're willfully ignoring them, but actually but they like their like mouse teletape to a part that like chain to the chairs or whatever. Um and they like just can't like Get I thought you were going to say re- go really dark there and be like, about the their eyes cut out, yeah, and tongues, the mouse, tongues are just, the mouse <laughs> yeah. Are, yeah, all that gross like horror movie shit. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, I wasn't going to go that violent with it. Uh, keep it, keep it. We'll keep it light. Yeah, for a paranormal music video, I don't tend to go too dark. Yeah, uh, both great ideas. I yeah, think. I think so. Mm-hmm. It's not too late to make a music video for this song. I just want to put that out there. It's not. It's not too late. We can revisit it. Yeah, we and can. we can bring. Come on, we can Haley. do a music video Taylor. for this. Zach. Maybe one day we'll just make our own parodies of these music videos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. If anybody wants to help us make these, yeah, <laughs> make, right. the, make our dreams a reality of these music videos, <laughs> um, then hit us up. Yeah, please do, please do. Okay, so have we seen them play it live? Do they do anything special for it? I would say that I have seen them play it live. Again, you know me, I'm terrible. I know. So like, I know I have because I checked that cockpit so yeah. and played it there. Is that the I... only time to play it live though? I can't remember us seeing it together, but I think we might have. But I can't. Be, I, definitely I can't feel like we have. I can't say for sure. I don't think it's very common that they play. They it. play it, yeah. But I think we might have. I think it's one of those like little treasures that's like seeped out once, and now we're like, oh my seeped. god, they're playing fucking conspiracy, and we lost our minds. Yeah, which is what happens at every gig. But yeah, um, I think I think we probably have seen it. Have together. a little. I'm having a little deep dive, trying to think of the. I try. I was trying to think. I like work back on myself and think about the the shows that I've actually seen and go. And then I Google, like, did they play this? What was the set list here? Oh, is there a live video of it here? And if it was a live video of it at a certain place, and I go, and I know what Haley's wearing, I'm like, I saw it. I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It's, I, it was in Manchester. Yeah. It was in Sheffield. It was yeah. in blah, blah, blah. Totally. So, in terms of whether they did anything special for it, in the Anaheim version and some of the old, really old versions that I've seen, they do, like, an extended intro. It's very dramatic. Like, right. Haley's on keyboard. There's lots of, like, drum action and stuff. But there's one... Right, this is so annoying because I tried to find it earlier and I can't find it, but it definitely exists. There's an acoustic version of this song, them performing it acoustically, imprinted into my brain, and I can't find it anywhere. I think it's on Warped Heart. I think it was either 2005 or 2006. Haley's wearing this, like, purple smock dress. It's not very nice. Oh, and she's wearing, like, um... You would hate it. I would hate it. Anyway, she's wearing, <laughs> like, leggings that have got, like, polka dots on them. Okay. It's not It's not a good look. It's not... She looks great, obviously, but it's not a good look. Yeah. And she's not singing with a mic, and it's just Josh with an acoustic guitar, and they're in, like, a white tent. And it's so imprinted on my in my brain because she sounds incredible. Mm. And do you know the big note at the end? Yeah. Somebody goes, woo! <laughs> for ages and she like laughs at them it's just this one person going, 
<laughs> and where the fuck has it gone on the internet? Was it you? Because... Were you the person that did that dirt? <laughs> <laughs> because I can't find it anywhere. And I found one... So people, if you know where it is, yeah, please, come on, guys. please. And there's one acoustic version that I found of it in Chicago in a record shop and it's not that one it's so don't send one. us that one we don't want to see that one <laughs> you can send so, it still <laughs> I mean you can send it but I've seen it but like if anybody knows where it is like I can't find it and I feel like I had it even like downloaded at yeah. one point but like it's so ingrained in my brain and I just can't find it anywhere and I know it exists and it's very annoying yeah if, if anyone, anyone yeah if anyone knows where it is if anyone knows where it is or has also seen that video yeah just, just like to Tell me. So you're not going insane. Yeah, yeah. Going insane. Yeah, so I didn't just dream it. And if anyone knows Josh, at him and time to fuck off. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with his fucking opinion <laughs> or his music videos. <laughs> if anyone has that video, can you edit Josh out? <laughs> can you can put you cut, Taylor's head on Josh's face. body? <laughs> Taylor's face over Josh's Josh. Uh, just entirely a giant Taylor face is fine with me. I'd rather take that. Oh god. Yes, please. <sighs> is there anything else? you want to say about conspiracy you know what i'm going to say about conspiracy you know what i'm going to say about it every time i finish this episode of this podcast this song is an absolute fucking banger if you haven't heard it what are you doing mm. listening to this podcast go and listen to it oh, like yeah, yeah. it's such a good song really just allow it to wash over you yeah wash away your sins, wash away sins yeah. oh lord wash away my sins <laughs> like that it's such a good song it's so powerful it's so well written think about being 13 year old and trying to write that mm. song it just blows my mind and it will forever will always be one of my favorite Paramore songs. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what will be the next song that gives me a, a like an emotional response like this one has. Mm. Cause so far I've been like, Oh, it's a great song. And then this one, I'm like, Oh, I'm sad. Yeah. I'm sad about it. See, my heart gives me an emotional response, but in like a, I want to get up and start like fucking slam dancing around yes. to my heart, the screaming yeah. bit, especially it's which is different. a version I listen to, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a different, it's a different feeling. Hit. It's yeah, a different hit. definitely. But yeah, definitely always be, yeah, same. One of my favorite, Paramore songs. Mm. It's just such a fucking triumph of a song. It really like, is. I just don't understand. There it. are no words. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, delete this. Delete this whole thing. There's no words. There's we no we words. just should put a thing up and just say Conspiracy is the best song. Yeah, and that's it. Just 40 minutes of us repeating that like we're in a cult. All our episodes always like that. <laughs> yeah. All our episodes just 40 minutes of us repeat, repeating that songs are great. Yeah, yeah pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> so next time is Franklin. Yeah. I don't think I have as much, like, I like Franklin. I think it's a good song, mm. but I don't think I have a real connection with it. I have always really liked Franklin, but yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Save it. We'll have different Save viewpoints, I'm sure. Yeah. So tune in next week for Franklin. Woo. Not that little tale. Franklin. What's a little... It's like a little turtle with like big glasses on Carl Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. like a little cartoon turtle. <laughs> like he reads or some shit, nerd. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you for listening to this episode of Still Into You, a Paramore podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Still Into You Pod. I'm Fit, and when I'm not talking about Paramore, you can find me talking about his dark materials on my other podcast, Her Dark Materials. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts on social media at HDMPod. My name's Zach, and whenever I'm not gushing over Paramore, you can find me channeling my inner Haley Williams on stage with Breakfast with Bears. Available to listen to on Spotify and all major streaming services. Follow us on Instagram at Official Breakfast with Bears. Big thanks to Finley Hudson for our awesome theme music. And yeah, it's been fun. Sure has. Until next time. We're still into you. <laughs> <laughs>
Hon hade just det. It's never gonna be not funny. <laughs> <laughs>